0: Okay, so we are live and I want to thank all of you who are listening in. Uh, We are streaming and some of you will be in the Facebook uh, group, Female Entrepreneurs Who Mean Business. Some of you will be on the Facebook branding page and some of you are in the LinkedIn. So I want to welcome you guys. So today I am very excited to have a solo entrepreneur here with me. And um, I'm going to let her introduce herself, but um, this is Brandi Garrett, and she is doing the thing, y'all, okay? Mm -hmm. She is a solo entrepreneur. She is um, running her business full time. She is a blogger, a lifestyle blogger, and we're going to hear her journey from how she got started to um, what brought her here today, and I hope it inspires you guys as entrepreneurs to see that. Anything is possible when we put a little work behind it. So I am going to let uh, Brandi Garrett introduce herself um, at this time.
1: Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Brandi Garrett. I'm the founder and owner of Sweet Indulgence's Beauty. So um, a wonderful skincare company. Um, Been in business for 12 years, but I've been a solopreneur actually full time for about a year now. So um, really exciting. I made the transition from six-figure corporate America to my business. So uh, all that's right,
0: that's a <laughs> that's a big jump right there. So I want to ask you, uh, great. Sometimes people find it. Well, I know I do. <laughs> Would find it difficult to leave a six-figure job, the safety net of it, you know, um, to go out. And you know, do their own business, and that's a dream of a lot of women to have their own businesses. But it's so scary! It's so scary to to jump out there and like, okay, leave the safety of this and go into my own business. So, tell me, what made you start your business in the first place?
1: Um, first off, I'm passionate about skincare itself. I love skincare. Um, I've always been a person who bought a lot of skincare products. If I ever had any issues with my skin, I would go buy the latest thing. Um, And so I'm just into it. Um, And so in 2008, I was working a corporate job and I got laid off. And so everybody, if you remember, if you're old enough to remember 2008, um, it was really difficult to find a job. So I was out of job for about four months. And so I had nothing but time. And um, I'm a craft queen by nature. So I just started buying raw materials and making products. And um, I kept on doing it pretty much as a hobbyist for a long time after that. And that's just kind of how the brand was built.
0: Wow, that's great. Um, I know sometimes when uh, a a lot of people tell me their business was uh, built out of a problem, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, a problem that they were having or they couldn't find a solution. And they're like, well, I'll just start a business and be the solution. So it seems like that was something that you did. So tell me fast forward. Um, you're a solopreneur, and uh, you that means pretty much we almost have to do everything on our own. So what are some of your struggles as a solopreneur?
1: Uh, well,
0: doing everything on your
1: own, I'll say that. Um, <laughs> you know, having to be very versatile, you know, even though, and, and even though I'm a solopreneur, I do have help, right? So um, whether that's through people managing my website and things like that. So I learned how to outsource too. So um, solopreneur with outsourcing, I would (laughs) say that's, that's how I, you know, balance things out
0: yeah i try to tell people as a solopreneur and i know sometimes when people are just starting their business they figure i don't have the money to to get anybody to help but it's just too much to try to do on your own and sometimes i tell people if you can try to get contract workers where you pay them when you need them or try to get some university students that you may not have to pay as much but getting help is huge as a solopreneur because when we're trying to do everything. We're trying to run our business. We're trying to get our products. We're trying to do social media. We're trying to do so much um, that we just cannot do it all on our own. But um, what I like to tell um, business owners who are like, I can't for- afford to get any help. I like to tell them, try like you said, try to figure out how you can outsource or if you can outsource anything and see how you can um, budget that into being a business owner because trying to do it all is just too much I remember once when I was trying to do it all and I, I figured I just can't afford to do everything and I really couldn't get it all done and so sometimes we just need to adjust our pricing to put that in if we need help so let me ask you this so what do you think was the pivotal point um, where you said, <laughs> everybody wants to know this, where you said, I think I'm going to leave my job and become a full-time entrepreneur. What what got you to that point and what made you think, okay, I'm going to take that leap because so many people want to know that.
1: Okay. So now that I'm out of corporate America, I guess I can say this. <laughs> um. <laughs> Corporate America just isn't good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It can. I mean, and if anybody on here is, you know, in corporate America and wanting to escape, that's what it feels like. You want to escape. The environment became toxic. You know, um, I had upper level management that wasn't all that great. And um, I felt like I had talents that could go beyond the workplace. Right. And so, but to answer, it's, I guess your question was twofold. So, to answer what made me do that is that my business started making enough money. I'm not going to say I was in the six figures and all this, just, you know, knocking it down and both of them were looking the same (laughs) as my check, but um, it was enough to take care of myself. And so, that was just enough to take the leap to say, okay, all right, after a year of looking at the numbers, my background's in finance. So, Um, just looking at the numbers and seeing, you know, okay, I can kind of make it here. I probably won't be going on vacation or, you know, eating my Australian lamb chops or anything, but, um, I'll still be able to, you know, pay my bills. Right. And then I'll have more time freed up to grow the business as well. So,
0: right. I think
1: that's what made me take the lead.
0: No, thanks. I think that, um, When we take that leap, and I know people will be listening and people want to do that, we have to be prepared. We can't just take the leap, but we get so much more financial freedom. Uh, so much more time to actually build the business of our dreams that we want, because it's really hard to do that when we're working for someone else. But I do say sometimes we do need to work for someone else until we can get to a point where, you know, we can sustain ourselves. So what would you tell people um, before they take that leap? I'm sure you didn't just Take the leap and didn't have anything prepared or anything put away. I mean, what should they do? Should it? Should they be uh, looking at it for maybe a year or two, saving money if they know they want to, you know, start their own business? Because you don't want to just leave your nine to five and just hop in because you do want to do your business. What did you do to prepare for that? Um, you
1: know, I had a savings. Um, it wasn't huge because because I had. You know, like a few obstacles um, in the years prior to, you know, deciding to go out on my own, you know, and be a solopreneur full time. But um, you know, have some kind of savings if you can. Um, I can't say you will ever feel like it's the right time because I mean, you're leaving your security. You you know, <laughs> you're you're walking out and saying, hey, you know. I have a job that pays all my bills. It takes care of me. And now I'm going to go for this thing that may or may not take care of me. And there's a lot that comes with that, right? Because we all have bills. I got rent. (laughs) I got, you know, all those things. And they come every month. And um, sometimes people don't buy stuff from me every month. So um, I would just say it's got to be a feeling that you have, um, that this is what I want to do. And I think I looked at my life long term. Like, okay, I'm 40 years old right now, Um, be 41 soon. But um, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Because my time is my most valuable thing. That's what I have. That's what I can't get back. I can leave this job, try this out, um, and then it doesn't work, go get another job. You know, but will I forgive myself if I never tried to go for what I really, really want which is financial freedom and more than anything, just freedom in general to do what I want to do when I want to do it. (laughs) So, you know, they just you got to make the decision, um, the best decision you can, but the time will never be right to you.
0: Never. Um, I, I see. Hi, yeah. uh, Miss Jenkins. I see you on because we are live. Good afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see another Facebook user saying proud of you both. Keep it going. We are mm-hmm. trying to keep it going mm-hmm. as uh, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. I love entrepreneurship, as does Brandy Garrett. And uh, I haven't taken a big leap like her. I still teach a few classes at the college, but it's not like a nine to five. So I can't really still work my business as a social media strategist. And um, yeah, sometimes we think about and I know some of you ready to take the leap. And, you know, you feel that God has given you this dream or he has giving you this purpose and we know that um sometimes we have passion and, and I've heard people say I just know God gave me this I'm supposed to do this and we go years and years and years and don't do it and so at some point in time it's like uh Brandy says you just have to know you know what kind of life you want to live or what do you want for your future or you know is this what I want down the road is so much um, financial freedom but don't get us wrong being solopreneurs and business owner doesn't mean we don't work as much sometimes you work even more but you're working for yourself and you're working for your own business and you're working for financial freedom and even to leave a legacy for your kids down the road so having your own business and building it up to be successful and it does take time over the years can be so beneficial to you um, as you grow your business. And the last thing we want to ask Ms. Garrett before she goes is, um, what are your future plans for now moving forward? And what is one tip you can leave these business owners who are uh, listening? What is one tip you can give them if they're thinking of going out on their own, starting their own business, what is one thing that you have to do? I know for me, all of the time, I have to work hard and I have to have time blocks and I have to be committed to those time block. Um, So tell us what's your future plan, maybe for this year the ten months left or <laughs> and given I know it's going fast, we're almost in March. Uh, and Miss Jenkins says, yes, each person has to decide what is best for them. Uh, if you guys have any comments for Miss uh, uh, Garrett before we let her go, put them in the chat. So tell us, uh, we're, we're all excited to know, not that you're you on your own. Um, she is the owner, a founder, CEO of Sweet Indulgences. And you guys have to go check out Sweet Indulgences. And it's online at sweetindulgencesbeauty.com and on her awesome, awesome Instagram account. You guys know I love Instagram at uh, Sweet Indulgences before we let her uh, answer this uh, last question. So tell us your future plans and give us one tip for uh, those of us who are thinking, I want to do that.
1: (laughs) Okay, so um, my future plans are to just expand more in retail. And then also grow my business online. Um, online is the place to be. I'll say that. Um, but the difficult thing is actually getting people to see you online, to actually interact with you online. And in my case, we sell because I sell a product, to actually buy the products online. So um, I want to do that, work on that, um, pay, invest in some more marketing um, and stuff when I get some profit, because January and February have been, you know.
0: So yeah. that's another thing that
1: happens. <laughs> you have your, your ebbs and flows with the business. Um, of course. But my, my tip for anybody is this, and I'm sure everybody's heard this a million times, but it's just don't give up and don't let the temporary things define your vision for your business. And so what I mean by that is, you know, like I just said, January and February weren't fantastic, Right. So I don't need to get on Indeed and start filling out 100 applications, trying to go (laughs) get a job, you know, um, (laughs) you know, ending my plan for my actual freedom because I've come so far. Um, So when those things happen and, you know, I'm a woman of faith, you just pray about it and make sure that you're still on the same path and that this is what God actually wants you to do, not just what you want to do. So if I have a tip, it's just listen to God and Keep going. If it's in your heart and you feel like this is what you need to do and this is what you want to do for your life, then just do it. Keep going.
0: That is great. Well, we want to thank uh Brandy Garrett, and we want you guys to be sure and check out sweet indulgences uh beauty.com. You can easily find her everywhere. She's on Facebook and Go follow her on Instagram at Sweet Indulgences. Um, She has a great product for natural um, our skin and natural products. I use them and I love them. Can you believe I'm 70? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But anyway, uh, yeah, so she's right about being online. Um, Social media is a very powerful tool. And we really have to show up (laughs) and be seen and be heard. Because when people get to know us, through um, the mark, the platforms that they see us on. They get to like us because of the content and maybe the fun things we put on, the inspirational sayings. And then they get to trust us because we're consistent. And when people like and know us, they will listen to us. But when people trust us, they will buy from us. So if you guys are listening and you think and you have your business, social media, you know I love social media and uh, other digital marketing, social media is a powerful tool. And you really can make money on it. It's different now. It it wasn't this easy a few years ago. But you really can make money if you use that tool correctly and if you market correctly. Um, And the biggest part of marketing is being consistent, having good content that your people like, and connecting with your audience by showing up and being seen and being heard. So we want to thank uh, Miss Garrett today and we are so excited. She is going to be the she is the first of many um, interviews that we will be having. So be sure and give her a shout out. She is known for her miracle red raspberry oil product. which she had a had that to show to, to, to show us right now, but you guys can go check her out. So thank you so much, Miss Garrett. And I want to thank you guys for listening to us. And this also is going to be on the podcast, Marketing Online with Ease. It's going to be on my podcast show. And you can find that at marshallannudson.com. And I hope you will subscribe there. So um, to all of you guys, have a, a happy end of February. And until next time, we'll see you.
1: Okay, bye, thanks.